up, everybody? You just missed the uh, burn. Uh, what is what was that? I mean, we, right when we started the recording, somebody asked to start making a mixed drink. I mean, seriously, guys, come on. What? You can start over. Start it over. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. We don't start over anymore. That's not thing. Take two. Uh, no, Take we don't. Two. We don't clean it up. We, we don't do, do anything like that. All right. <clears throat> anyway, welcome to to a Goblin Gaming Podcast. Um, that's what you're going to look for if you look us up on, uh, what's the thing called? Oh yeah, iTunes. Um, obviously, if you're listening to us, that's probably what you've done. Uh, Spotify, I think Spotify yeah. is high up there. Oh, do we, are we on Spotify? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even have that downloaded on my phone. What, Spotify? Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Get off my lawn. You're so old. <laughs> I don't know. There's an app for it on my Fitbit, but I've never used it before. It's a so. Fitbit. Is that like the app for like finding your device if you lose it? Uh, no. I think that's called a uh, LoJack. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I think I, it's actually called Find My iPhone. I, I just use the Sat Nav to get one. Well, that's too obvious. <laughs> I just got the little medic alert thing where you know help a fallen and I can't get up. I'm just where okay. Hey, by the way, if you do have a Fitbit, by the way, you can download a Dice Roller app. Which is pretty cool. Um, anyway, so yeah, we're here. Uh, I was going to say, we're way off the lightning rails already. <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing our Eberron uh, campaign uh, this time around. Um, so, which is, it's been a while for us. I don't know how long it's been for y'all. It's been like an entire pandemic for us, I think, uh, mm-hmm. since the last time we played uh, this game or this campaign. So anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm playing Marster de Galanda, a halfling monk who dies a lot. Uh, Jesse basically said I should just reboot my character before he signed on. So, well, you me. were you were threatening that when we did our level up that you were gonna. I did revert I did. to level one. Can't be undone. <laughs> Cannot be undone. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, we're supposed to be leveling up to level four. Um, also joining us tonight, of course, is Jesse. Hey, what's up, guys? And Jesse's, Jesse's playing Gimbal, our nice artillerist, art, artist. Ugh, how do you even say that? Artisanal artificer. Artisanal artificer. <laughs> Anyways, I shoot stuff. And I'm also really short as well. Um, but I was just telling Matt also before the podcast that when he rolls his level four to take a feat and fighting from his back, because that's pretty much <laughs> where he always is. Ouch. Nice. Ouch. Don't know if they can see what they just rolled, but I, I rolled a seven on my hit points. So that was nice. <laughs> yeah, on a D eight, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like hey, that. you uh, need hit points. I, I, sorely, apparently, that's what <laughs> I should invest the most in. Um, <laughs> I also have Brandon join us tonight, playing uh, another artisanal artificer, um, but also a uh, warforged sawbones. Who changed his yes. uh, changed his uh, avatar picture to the uh, just the T one hundred with no skin? Yeah, it's about similar. Yeah. So that's no, no. Like in this episode, he learns how to feel. Yeah, your picture <laughs> is a T one hundred with no skin now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because his character still looks like Swamp Thing. Yes, it does. That's right. That's right, actually. It's all these strange, like, 
I don't know, moldy growths on him and yeah, uh, moss. moss and stuff. Flashbacks. Yes. He spent his entire last playing session uh, touching things in the basement. So we'll just... Yeah. Corpses. A lot of corpses. I, uh, after I level up one more time, I become a shambling mound and get all the abilities. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good. All right. Um, and then we also have John join us playing our dragonborn sorcerer, Vortax. Greetings, friends. Surprised I was actually able to, I was able to mem- remember all the races and uh, yeah. Car- yeah, combinations there, and class combinations. I was pretty impressed with myself. Now I, I got to figure first. out which uh, which ability scores to add pluses to. You. And Danny, Danny prepped for two different games tonight, uh, <laughs> joining us. Um, so luckily, this was not. Unfortunately, this was not one of the two that you prepped for. Um, <laughs> he prepped for a Sorry. different two games, so. <laughs> Uh, we're just, we're just going to shoot from the hip on this one, guys. Yeah, prepped for uh, My Little Pony Shoots and Ladders and yeah. Star Wars Monopoly. Those are the two uh, uh, prepped for. Yeah, I'm real. I'm totally voting for My Little Pony Shoots and Ladders. Yeah. Maybe oh. next time. I get to be Rainbow Dash. Yeah, oh. well, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of painting the uh, miniature for that one. So that one, I mean, it does have the it's most. A lot colors. of colors. Yeah, yeah. She's the fastest, though. All right. Although, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll not talk about my little plan. You can tell who has daughters in this game. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Um, you know, one of one of the my little Pony characters got to be a princess and an alicorn, and the rest mm-hmm. of them just stayed what they were. So. Yeah. Ouch. Mm. All right, everybody's rolling hit points because we're leveling up. Because yes, no one remembered to do that. <clears throat> In the intervening months. <laughs> hey, can somebody take a look at my ability scores and tell me which ones I need to add pluses to? I would think it's dexterity because you're like a monk or whatever. Yeah, I know, but I can't. I don't. I can't remember what my dexterity currently is as a monk. Oh wait, no, it has them at the top. Yeah, Never mind. Team looks. Like. Yeah, I'm not seeing. <laughs> <laughs> right. How do you pick which? Now, you could take a feat and uh, increase your dex by one and then get some kind of sweet feat. Oh, man, that sounds complicated. I told you the fight from your back feet. <clears throat> well, it looks like I have to like, give up both of my pluses to even get over to feet. Well, no, um, you do, but some feats will, will give you a plus to dexterity as well. Oh, uh, okay, so you can't increase your ability scores at all if you choose to do a feat. Right, but the okay. feet may increase one of your ability scores. All right, I'm taking your hint, but it still won't let me click over to feet. It won't let me get to that sub tab. You might click have that. to activate it, Danny. Activate it? How? I don't know. Turn feet <laughs> on? <clears throat> let me see. Turn on your feet. Uh, I'm sure there's been a lot of people turning on the feet during the last couple of months. Lockdown. Oh my. oh my! Let's uh, <laughs> let's cancel out of this map. We'll cancel, discard, and exit. What? No, I had what? What? Did my level up? up? Yep. I remember I had seven. I mean eight. I rolled eight on my. It's on the it's on the table. I can see it right there. It's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you guys are no fun. 
My five-year-old's much easier to fool. Mm. I think that's her issue. Hmm. Maybe. Let's see. So was an artificer at fourth level still not getting second level spells? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe not, because their their spell thing is kind of wonky. You're a, you're a walking T100 covered in Swamp Thing moss. I mean, you're like the coolest thing going. What do you what do you? I'm very well camouflaged. Oh. We really should be right now be playing uh, Tomb of Annihilation. That's all I have to say. Yeah, there you go. Uh, should I, uh, do I have to do I have to cancel? Okay, discard and exit. Let's see. Well, in the, in the meantime, while, while we're figuring this out, mm-hmm. we decided that Jesse's going to give the recap. Did yes, we? Yeah. About what happened last time. What did happen last time, Jesse? That's a good question. I'm so glad you asked. Um, <clears throat> so we were just in the middle of returning back to... What's the town we were returning to? <laughs> I don't know the names of stuff. It's been a while. Salvation, I believe. Yes, we were heading back to Salvation with my fiance Callie, and her team. <laughs> Most of which are now dead. They're not dead. They're all bloodied. Uh, our T-100 is going to come heal them since he did nothing in the fight. Oh, yeah, there was a fight. So, I did a lot of stuff. I just, you all told me to be away from the fight. Uh-huh. Seesaw motor Seesaw motor <laughs> Okay, so... Anyways, we rescued Callie. We were heading back, and we got in a... Uh, we could hear some undead coming at us. I think there was a little fight before, but we saw a cabin off in the distance. Ran to the cabin, boarded it up, closed the windows, doors, everything, blah, blah, blah. And we're trying to f- figure out these different symbols through the building that we thought that if we could find them all and destroy them, that it would stop the dead from attacking. So uh, while we were being, it, I guess, stormed, the cabin was being stormed by undead. We were going room to room searching for symbols. We found a few, destroyed a few. Others just made more stuff spawn. And our T-100 spent his entire time in the basement doing nothing. Um, fondling dead corpses and things. Well, those very did, important he, work. He did, he, he did find some money, though, which we need to get from him. Thanks for reminding Research. me. And basically, uh, the monk went down again, and me and the warlock cleaned things up. So <laughs> we never figured out all the symbols. We didn't, we didn't destroy all the symbols, but we managed to kill all the undead that were attacking. So had the T-100 just helped fight, we wouldn't all almost die. <laughs> Well, that that's about, one way of looking at it. That's true. But we still, I think, still need to destroy the symbols before we leave, maybe? Uh, no, so uh, I realized right there at the end that you guys did destroy all of them. So at the very end, a uh, flash of light explodes up through the through the floor, and all of the undead seem to begin to disperse. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember you describing that at all. Yeah, that, it may... I, I don't know. It may have been it all the way after the game, but anyway. So yes, you guys did. <laughs> you did actually uh, activate it because uh, blood was pouring out everywhere onto the symbol from because he was hacking up bodies trying to find like anything inside of them down in the basement. And so the the light does get activated. Dissecting, not hacking. Eh, I've heard it both ways. It was a hatchet job. 
It was very professional, very clinical. Yeah, kind of and that's where I'm going to stop. Well, yeah. Speaking of which, speaking I of figured which, it right? out. I figured it out, okay. Matt. So you, you just ignore the uh, the increase to your ability scores, uh, and you drag the feet onto your character sheet when you're done doing the character mancer. Oh, well, can I just give my? Can I just increase my character scores and drag a feet on to my character no. at the end too? No. I mean, I can. Mm-hmm. No. So uh, there is a halfling feat called Second Chance that you can look up that lets you increase your dexterity by one. Okay. And when you get hit with an attack yeah. roll, you can use your reaction to make it re-roll. And you that can, does sound good. You can use it once every short rest. Oh, well, only once every short rest? No, or, mm. or at the start of combat. So you can use it. Uh, you can't use it again until you roll initiative to start at the start of combat or you finish a short rest. So you can use it once every combat, basically. Oh. Well, that's actually... Yeah. What was that called again? Second Chance. Second Chance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, so that's, could... that's better than just increasing another ability score. Yeah, because going from 17 to 19 is the same as going from 17 to 18, so... Right. Cool. And I get to fall off stuff and not get hurt now. Mm. Wish I had that feat in real life. Yeah, I, I really I exploited the crap out of that in third edition. Probably way past the bounds of what it should have been. Mm. Hell, I just use it for doorways and ceiling fans. Mm. That's not really falling, though. So it's an impact. It's, it's walking literally headfirst into things. Yeah. The first, I feel excited. This is the first feat I've ever gotten. Hmm. It's edition. a pretty good one, too. <clears throat> I don't even know where those are located on your character sheet. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. Just when you finish the character mancer, search in the compendium for second chance and then drag it on your character sheet. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense. I just found it. Just gonna drag it. It'll show up somewhere. Oh, there. Okay, it just shows up in the uh, in that big long list of things on your features and traits. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, it it did not appear to automatically increase my dexterity, so I guess I have to do that manually. Yeah, that's fine. Good deal. Good deal. How many hit dice we got now? Four? Yeah, there we go. Man, this is, mm-hmm. this is balling. <laughs> Four's a big level. Yeah. Once you get from that four to six range, things start going your way a little bit more. Oh, I see start why surviving. this automatically do it. You can increase your dexterity, constitution, or charisma by mm-hmm. one to maximum of 20. Right. It would be cool if it like, had a pop-up that asked you which one you wanted. but yeah. There's always improvements that can be made. True. <clears throat> okay, so I think we need to do some healing now. Um, well, so yeah, I'm going to hand wave a little bit of that. You guys can rest for the night uh, <clears throat> and then head to town and all that kind of stuff. Uh, unless there's something you wanted to do here in the creepy cabin before you guys leave. I mean... Um, what was I thinking about? Uh, number seven? We never looked at seven. 
It's and, uh, uh, I look it's, at something. It's like a patio. It's an outhouse. It's a crapper. Oh. <laughs> That's a door. Never mind. Right this is, this is the shittiest patio I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, there is an old crossbow in there for just in cases, but <laughs> it's not really usable. Oh, mm. no. old Tywin could have used that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. If you if you Game of Thrones references, classic. So old. All right, so we killed the undead and what? And now we hit, need to head back to Salvation and collect our bounty. Yeah. Our reward. Or, not really a bounty. Yeah, and then we can use the reward to pay for the honeymoon. Yeah, I'd say yeah, there's probably some probably some creepy things you want to do in the creepy uh, cabin. I thought it was uh, to uh, pay off a lawyer for the restraining order. Not a restraining order. She's clearly in love with me. Okay. <laughs> because she hasn't filed a restraining order yet. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Pretty Obviously. sure... Pretty sure there Obviously. aren't any courts in Salvation. <laughs> yeah, there's a sheriff, but it's there's not an actual sheriff. sheriff. It's just a, yeah. uh, a Warforged named sheriff. Right. You're acting like a sheriff. He just decided to be fun to be a sheriff. Mm-hmm. She she actually took that name before she realized it had a meaning, but it's fine. Everyone's just assumed. Well, that's commitment. <clears throat> All right. Let's uh, let's get started with some box text here, shall we? You guys, everybody ready? Everybody leveled up? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some levels happened. In recent times, you have made your home in Salvation, a newly built outpost on the border of the Mornland. You are scavengers, bravely venturing out into the gray with your companions, searching for the abandoned treasure of Seer. It's a risky undertaking, but the rewards can be fabulous. On your most recent journey, you found a strange artifact, the Oracle of War, a large, beautifully stained wood chest set with cogs and gears. For a while, this device provided vital battlefield advice, but soon malfunctioned, revealing a mysterious burst from the Draconic Prophecy. When dark lanterns flicker in the light of the silver torch, the king in green rides north on a bolt of steel. Two nations prepare for war as all eyes turn to blue, sky blue. It has since been repeating the words, third protocol activated. Whatever this thing is, it's surely worth a fortune as salvage. Bling bling, as they say. <clears throat> so in other words, it's useless now. Except for money. Yeah, so... Um, as uh, as you guys trundle into town or uh, stride bravely into town, what does everybody look like? You haven't really described your physical character- characteristics of your guys here. Let's go in uh, in roll twenty order, whatever that happens to be. Looks like Saul Bones is first. Yeah, Saul, yeah, well, we know what he looks like. Yeah, it was pretty well described earlier. Swamp thing, um, with just a slightly better temperament. Gotcha. Only slightly. <clears throat> Marster, as you guys are striding briefly into town, what kind of figure do you cut? Uh, not not a very good one. I'm, I'm, yeah, I've, I've been taking a beating this past couple weeks, so uh, that, that shows, you know, I'm pretty covered in mud and muck and 
blood and you know I'm wearing just regular no armor, just just regular clothing. Um <clears throat> kind of loosely bound here and there and stitched back together. So not looking too great. Um I'm only three foot tall. Mm-hmm. Forty pounds, so small feller. Uh, with really uh, dark hair and uh, piercing blue eyes, um, looks looks. Ooh, I look pretty unassuming. Like I look like somebody could just come up and you know, beat the crap out of me, which happened. <laughs> and you got a dragon mark. more than expected in this game. I do have a dragon mark, yes, um, but it, it's on my. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they describe where they are. It can be it can be anywhere basically, so it's up yeah. to you. Yeah, it's on my upper arm, so it's not visible. Uh, Borthax uh, says he saw it, uh, and it was not on your upper arm. It was <laughs> definitely lower back, <laughs> <laughs> lower middle back area. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, I mean, but I yeah, I'm still you know carrying myself well. Obviously, well, yeah. that reminds me, guys. Did they? Did you know that um, that the, that it, that they used to be called jumpalines before your mom started using one? Oh, jeez! <laughs> wow! Burn! And no, I did not know that. I'll oh, make sure to ask my mom about it. You should <laughs> next time I talk to her. Yeah, I just All really right. hope I forget it by the time I see my mom. <laughs> All right, Gimbal. What? <laughs> Just to describe yourself. Uh, what? What is that what we were doing? I thought it was just like a 20-minute cry sesh for Matt. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Gimbal, uh, rock gnome, not even the adolescent age, very young. Uh, got conscripted into the sappers with Callie way back in the day. Um, wears, uh, now he's wearing brand new mithril, uh, chain armor, which is nice. Um, but has, uh, all these different contraptions and gadgets. Uh, he has a crossbow, uh, that folds out from his right arm, a shield that, uh, unfolds from his left arm. Um, and a little cannon that's perched on his shoulder, uh, force cannon. Uh, and yeah. Uh, little uh, spider bots uh, can be seen crawling on him at all times. And that's what Gimbal looks like. All right. And uh, last but uh, most draconic, Vorthax. Yes, Vorthax is uh, tall, but not hulking like some dragonborn are. White scales with bright blue markings. Wears simple clothes, has a quarter staff. Probably the most interesting thing about him are two dark metal cuffs on his wrists, uh, which uh, are covered in draconic runes. Mm. <clears throat> interesting. All right. Mm. And uh, so everybody can have inspiration to start the start the game off with here. I feel inspired. I feel like I'll survive. <laughs> and so you guys, yeah. So you make it into town. Finally, it took uh, felt like months, at least a few days. And 
So what are you guys going to do? What are you going to do with this uh, contraption you found? We know you have to return back to Bellador to uh, tell her you found the Grey Dogs. Or all but one of them, at least. Mm-hmm. And get your pay. I think it was 50 gold pieces. Yeah, we should we should do that first. Yeah, that's fine. And what are you going to do with this Oracle of War thing? That's a great question. Put in a Can you give an exfoliating scrub? I can use one right now. I don't know. You could try. Maybe if you shut your face in one of those drawers, it would do that. <laughs> Go for it. Um, well, sorry, are you going to try to sell it at the salvage market, or are you going to hold on to it? Man, I feel like we're not going to get our best value here. I don't know. I just feel like it's something that is uh, it's too unique to just kind of give up on right now. If we can just find somebody that can fix it or, I don't know, help us well, make better use we, of it. Why don't we show it to her and see if she knows who maybe we should, you know, take it to. Can we trust her? It's up to you guys. I'll, I will remind you that you. This is the second time you've done, you've worked for her. You found her daughter. Remember, um, um, last time you went out. <clears throat> so yeah, so you, you know her that well, um, as well as you know anybody here in town, probably besides each other. Right. Um. Also, remind you guys. I'll just show it to you that you do have like a, a generic map of town here. <clears throat> um. So if you want to rent a room and stick it in there, if you want to take it to Bellalore, you can do that. She's at the salvage market. There's number 12 off of Main Street. I think I we should we, take it to our room and a, have her come look at it. Yeah, I thought we had a, had a room because of my status. Uh, I think you're able to get a room for free yet while you're there. We had decided. Uh, yeah. Would uh, House Galanda, de Galanda, be interested in this? This is no, probably really hospitality thing. oriented. Yeah, this is probably the exact kind of thing that, that you guys were, uh, I mean, that you in particular were tasked with keeping an eye out for, though. You know, powerful artifacts from the Mornland. That's a good point. Maybe we should contact uh, the the house heads and see what they want us to do with it. Okay, we can do that. All right. So, uh, with all that in mind, what do you guys want to do first? We're just now walking into town. Let's go. Uh, let's take. Uh, let's take this thing back to our room and keep it there and put it there. All right. And, and, uh, and maybe have Salva stay and watch it. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. So we can just decide again if you guys are staying at the. I guess you're staying at the Salvation Hotel. Which is actually across the street from the market. It's, yeah, uh, I think it's so. on Main Street. So we got the Salvation Times, Salvation Hotel. Salvation Hotel is where we're staying. Yeah. Hotel's number seven on your map there. It's on Main Street. And, and which number is the Salvation Army? It's not on here yet. It's not on here, unfortunately. Okay. All right. I'm not going to get clothes. Maybe that's you guys. Maybe you're the Salvation Army. <laughs> it might be, man. All right, we're going to let Gimbal do all the singing. 
singing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sawbones is definitely over having uh, becoming the uh, the party's chia pet, so he's interested oh. in finding out some way to get the stuff off of him. I was going to say, when's that going to wear off exactly? Interestingly enough, as you guys are walking down Main Street towards the hotel, a giant cup of moss falls off of him. And you can see right. other, other, other pieces starting to turn brown. Gross. Yeah, yeah seriously, man. You're molting. <laughs> Mm. He's beginning Mold. to look somewhat mangy. You're no longer <laughs> the mange. You're no longer molding. Now you're molting. Mm. It's not mm. a pleasant, pleasant odor, to be sure. Fascinating. <laughs> All, All right. right. So you guys are gonna go get a room and shove the the box in there. Yeah, and then we need to go collect from uh, what's her face. The gray dogs have a place. I'll say they have a place above <coughs> the uh, graveyard tavern. So they're going to go there and get cleaned up. They said they would uh, meet up with you later if you wanted. Okay. All right. Uh, so you guys get a room. Um, the people at the at the hotel are fairly interested in the giant box. You get a couple of. Strange glances, and somebody asks about it. What do you guys say? Yeah, Orthax says nothing. I'll say the guy. We we bought it from a traitor to uh, (laughs) to prune me. (laughs) All right, give me a uh, give me a deception check, maybe. I don't think you're going to make me do it. Um, uh, Someone mm-hmm. has better charisma than me and can say it. Yeah, my persuasion sucks. Yep, can't help you with that, buddy. We uh, have no charisma-based skills. So, so, so to, is somebody asking about it? Yeah, at the as you guys are checking in, the uh, I got the front desk. It's like, oh, what's this box? Oh, what's that? What's the third protocol? You're saying third protocol activated. That's pretty interesting. Okay, well then Vortex will respond. I will I will just simply say uh it's best that you don't know. And I will try to intimidate him to not ask any more questions. Alright. Right. There's my intimidate role. I'm not very intimidating, <laughs> but nine. Might want to use an inspiration on that one. Yeah. Nan's not very intimidating, but he, he's a little bit taken aback because you've been here several times and he's never heard you speak. And so, oh, I didn't even know your lizard friend could talk. Uh, I guess as long as that box is out up in your room and doesn't bother other, other guests, it's all right. Yeah, it's really excited about that. Turn thing off. Uh, it's actually just a box we stuffed a gnome into. <laughs> yeah, see if we can try to get it to stop talking. <laughs> Um, yeah, when you guys get it up in your room, I guess you could if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Bonesaw. Sawbones has no problem, uh, spending time, uh, that's a ride on a piece of parchment spool, stop talking, and insert it into each one of the holes until it, <laughs> it stops talking. Mm. Yeah. Does it, does it sounds like a form of torture? 
Doing that doesn't seem to make any difference. All right, shut off or shut down. Carbo says to and all four holes. It's quite. What's it say? It's saying protocol what or what? Third protocol activated. So that doesn't work either. No. Uh, Can I put one in that says um, explain third protocol or clarify third protocol? It already did. It quoted it. We did. Well, no, it quoted part of the draconic prophecy. Uh, when, you tried to, when you tried to use it last time, it quoted part of the Draconic Prophecy, and then it just started saying third protocol activated over and over again. Yeah. It's been saying it about twice a minute or so ever since then, the whole the whole walk back. Is there a way to disconnect the speaking trumpet? <laughs> you can try to Can you stuff something into the speaking trumpet? So why don't we just put it in the room and put something over it? I mean... Stuff, yeah, is it like some cloth or something we can stuff down into the speaking trumpet? Maybe that would muffle it. Um, you going to try that? Yes. All absolutely. Right. You jam uh, one of Gimbal's old socks in there, and it does seem to quiet it. I mean, it's still doing it, but it sounds like... Okay. So enough that like, if you're like 10 feet away, you can't hear it? Yeah, you can't hear it outside of the room or anything anymore. Okay. All right, that's, that's good enough for now. All right. Um, Sawbones is going to spend some time trying to like see if there's any like hidden drawers or instructions or anything that we haven't found out yet on it. Oh, while you're doing that, um, we're going to go get paid. Okay. <laughs> so that way you can have like a ton of rolls and bonuses because you're going to spend this whole time doing it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so you're going to stay there. Messing with it? Is that what you said? Yeah, he's on try. Or it, they, whatever. Whatever Sawbones identifies as. A Chia Pet. One more Chia Pet. So Chia I'm pet. going with uh, uh, with Marster uh, to, to go get paid. I'm I'll, sure Gimbal is too. <laughs> While I'm going, I'm just really checking out everybody we pass, trying to figure things out here in this strange town. Yeah, it is. It is fairly strange, I guess. I guess we're rolling up. I guess strange, uh, strange to uh, Vortex anyway. Callie and her lot coming with us. Now they went to their own hotel, to kind of get cleaned up. They've been out there even longer than you guys had. They said they needed a. Few hours to. Well, we got to wait on them. We got to show them to the goblins so we can get paid. Oh yeah, they said they'd meet you there. So uh, through the through the magic of uh, narrative convenience, they'll show up the same time you guys do. (laughs) Ah, you guys clean up better than we do because I didn't clean up. (laughs) Well, that is part of the secret. Actually, actually, we'll say they uh, they uh, they went by and, and checked on Bellalore and told them that, you know, that they were back and safe because uh, I think one or two of them have been knocked unconscious. They probably need a day. Yeah, about that. We'll go. Right, so we'll go back and check in with Bellalore. Oh. Yep. Uh, so you guys make it back, make it over there. Uh, at this point, you pretty much know the area fairly well. Uh, 
she's got her you know her booth set up she's pretty happy to see you and says i can't can't believe you guys found them it was great i sorry to hear about the dead one yeah yeah those uh got a little weird out there for sure oh yeah callie said there were some undead or something that's had to deal with uh yeah a lot a lot of them it was really mm. weird it is the Mornland. I mean, yeah, we you know, fought basically an army of warforged in a kind of a ghost town booby trap sort of place and then fought a bunch of undead in a weirdo cabin. So yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's pretty typical for the Mornlands, I'd say. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess it could have always been worse. Could've oh been yeah. Died. No, yeah, we could we could be out there part of the undead army of the Mornlands. Well, I've never been happier to hand over some gold. She hands you guys each your gold that she promised you. Uh, I'm guessing it was 50. I can't remember. Sounds about right. 50 each? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So each, each get your, your gold pieces clinking in your hands. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Uh, anything else you need done at the moment? Uh, No. Um, They did mention that... Uh, that strange box you guys found. Did you have any interest in uh, trying to sell it or figure anything out about it? Or, well, uh, Sawbones is back tinkering with it right now. He's seems to have grown pretty attached to it. So we'll we'll let you know. Hmm. Do so you know any... be the first person we come to? Do you know anybody that would know anything about it? Uh, not here. That's for sure. Probably have to go into more civilized space to be able to uh, find anybody that knows anything about something like that. Well, speaking of which, I guess I need to figure out. Um, I, was I given instructions on how to send communication? I'm assuming back to Elskalanda. Um. Yeah, you should. I wonder. There should be something. Uh, Let's see. What's your I think in the handbook, it basically said there was like a telegraph system that you could pay to send messages. Yeah, I was wondering if you have, because your background is. Uh, what is your background? Is it a house agent or is it something different? Yeah, no, it's, it should be house agent. Oh, spy. You, you picked spy. I did take spy. Uh, I'm house agent. Oh yeah, he's outside. That's right. Yeah, house agent might have some sort of contact. Um, although you have criminal contact, that's probably not the same. Uh, let's see here what it says under gimbals. House connections. There we go. Uh, nothing much. So we'll say, yeah, you're going to have to send a telegram or, or the magical equivalent thereof um, to be able to get that information to your right, superiors. All right. It says uh, you can send uh, messages magically for two silver pieces per word. <clears throat> there you go. We'll say you can do that. Let's look at the map here. The town. Um, 
we'll say that over next to the platform, there's a there's a place where you can do that. Maybe you know uh, the, the the rail is kind of shut down going west. Of course, um, the uh, the lightning rail still sort of comes here, but not not on a regular basis. Uh, not that necessarily has anything to do with the, the magical telegraph system. All right. So, what are you guys going to do now? I guess I'm going to send a message. Or did I already do that? Yeah, you have to leave to go and do that. Yeah. You have to um, the, uh... I want to ask Bella Lure uh, if there's anyone in town who knows uh, about the Mornland where I can learn more about it um, well, I think uh, you scavengers are probably the, the best people to talk to about it um, so maybe just go to one of the taverns and talk to some of the other scavengers they might know okay. if you have any questions in particular anyway right well then I would like to do that I'd like to maybe head to one of the taverns and try to uh, gather some information. All right. So uh, so you guys are going to leave the market then? Or the three of you? Yeah, I think so. All right. You guys turn around and uh, start walking out. And a couple of guys block your way. Um, you actually recognize these as the Ash Hounds, or, or a couple of the Ash Hounds. They're the mercenaries that uh, they work as bodyguards for um, what's her name? Erlen uh, Karnak, um, but they also do other stuff, you know, in, in town. But they—they're pur- obviously purposely blocking your way when you guys turn to head out, and just kind of standing there in your way, staring at you. All right. Vorthex uh, just kind of looks him up and down and waits for uh, one of his friends to pipe up. Well met. Yeah, well met. We saw uh, you guys come into town with an interesting looking box. Uh, now. Yeah, what can you tell us about it? Nothing. Uh, we saw you drop it off with you across the street. Um, would be willing to uh, take it off your hands. That's not something we're looking to do right now. Oh, well, uh, where's your uh, your buddy, the big guy? None of your business. The uh, the other one, other one laughs a little bit. And says the little one's got a mouth on him. And, I didn't uh, say anything yet. Just wait, jackass. <laughs> Both of the little ones have mouths on them. I'll tell you what, why don't we beat the crap out of you? Then we'll go across the street and take it from your from the uh big woolly guy. Yeah, I'm sure Sheriff would love that. The uh the one guy yeah, sheriff's on the other side of town. Guy uh, like cracks his knuckles and starts uh heading towards you. Stalking stalking towards you. Let's do this. Alright. Let me Gonna let the cannon shoot him. Move you guys over here. Yeah, move us where I can't see us. 
It's good. That's good. Darkness. There's no sneak attack. All right. You guys be like in the middle of this area here somewhere. Just be able to find yourselves. There is no area. See a top area and a bottom area, and the rest is like a big black slash through it. Just a big black square. All right. Uh, we're using the new whatchamacallit. So, oh, so now I've got two vortexes on the map. Gimbal, Vortex, and Marster. There it is. Gotta give a sight. Yeah, let me see if these... Tokens. There we go. Alright, now can you guys see? <clears throat> yeah, we can see. Alright, we're... You gotta put the cannon on the map, too. Well, uh, when you uh, use it, we'll because it's on your shoulder right now. We can mm-hmm. you can drop it wherever, whatever, whenever it's your turn. Okay, next to you. All right, so you guys can roll initiative because these guys want to punch your faces. Just what I wanted. Some face punching. Yep. All right. Let me see if I can make sure this thing's not going to try to whisper everything to me. All right, sweet. All right, has everybody rolled? Except all except for Bogus, because he's you guys made him stay at the hotel by himself. All right. Okay, yeah, Gimbal. <clears throat> yeah, these guys want to punch your face. I like it. Is it just the two of them? Yeah, we'll say just the two of them. Hmm. Okay, well, I guess I will uh, aim what looks like a little blowgun at him. Well, not a blowgun, but like a pop gun. Mm-hmm. Like a miniature musket. How about that? Alright. Thunder wave blasts out. <laughs> it's trying to damage the town. <clears throat> it's only a 15 foot cube, so these guys are taking okay, up 15 feet it. wide. So. Yeah. Alright, so they need to each make a con save. Alright, they both fell. Alright, so they'll both get pushed backwards 10 feet. Alright. They both take the 10 damage. They go, not cool! Alright. And then the cannon, the cannon's gonna crawl off my shoulder to here and blast the guy on the left. Right. And I can't remember how that works. That's a uh, counts as like a bonus action or something for you. Mm-hmm. It, it has 15 movement. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> An 18 hits. He takes 11 force damage. 11 force damage, and he's pushed five feet. Okay. 
All right, so he's way back there now. And I'm just going to move behind our faithful meat shield here. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the uh, one guy, the Go one. Go get him, Marster. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to go at 5, 10, 15, 20 to here. And he's not he, taking an attack of opportunity? Nope. He's not leaving any threatened areas. He didn't move through it. He just moved into it. Yeah. Mm, the cannon's right there. Yeah, he didn't leave yeah, a threatened area, though. Yeah, it's, he's still, still next threatened. to the cannon. Yeah, he moved through three squares of the cannon. Yeah, but he had to move out of it. Yeah, You can move, told- you can move around in it all you want. Ah. It's out of it, that's when you take the attack. Right. He's a lame-ass 5e rules. All right. <laughs> All right, he swings a long sword at your. Uh, oh, it did not roll damage. Dang it! At your uh, cannon, it's a seventeen to hit. Mm-hmm. He misses. What's the AC on your cannon? Eighteen. Good lord! Holy crap! Ballin! All right. If we can change it, I swear I set all this crap to auto do everything the right way. It just doesn't listen. I'm going to put the AC in the blue circle for you there. Yeah, that'd be good. That's where we have it mostly. If it would save it. <clears throat> Oop, not 189. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's good. We're going to leave that. He's a nimble little spider cannon. Yeah, he attacks uh, Marcer with his longsword as well. A 16 for 11. Uh, that does hit. And then uh, he tur- spins and... Uh, Lashes out at Vorthax with a short sword. Fails miserably. How many attacks does this guy get? He attacked three times. These guys are higher level than us. Uh, (coughs) Marster. I was just going to attack with my fist since we're in town, but never mind that. Can't attack with this long sword. Guy standing right in front of me. Did not like what he was doing there. That roll okay, 20 to hit. 20 hits him, takes 13. Ooh. Follow yeah. that up with a with a kick 14 to hit for Sam, seven damage. All right, he managed to, manages to dodge all the way on that second strike. <clears throat> and then I'm going to move to here. All right. Vorthax. <clears throat> right. Vorthax begins chanting arcane words. Uh-oh. And, uh, and hit the cuffs on his wrist begin to glow a little bit. Um. And, uh, he casts uh, heat metal the sword of both of these people. So he is twinning the spell for mm-hmm. one sorcery point. <coughs> Here it Oh, it only does four points of damage. Terrible damage roll, but um, they have to take that constitution save or drop their swords. All right. So does that, it doesn't work on just one piece of metal. You get to heal like all the metal on them. Uh, I choose a manufactured object 
let's see, a metal weapon or, or a suit of heavy or medium metal armor that you can see within range. Are they wearing armor? Well, I'm, I'm, I don't know if they are or not, but I chose the swords. All right, yeah, so but you do it. So if he's holding the armor, they'll have to drop the weapons to take the armor off. Well, he's holding two swords, so are you just going to attack one of his swords, both of his swords, or one of each of their swords? Uh, let's see. So they're they're both holding two swords. Are they wearing metal armor? Uh, that is unclear based on their character sheet. Uh, right. uh, no, they're wearing, like... they're wearing split mail, so it's like padding with metal over the top of it. Yep. So that probably would work. So I'm going to choose their um, their long swords each. All right. All right. So they they both take the four points of fire damage, and then they've got to take the con saves. Oh, so they take the fire damage no matter what. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Any creature in physical contact with the object. All right. So this first guy right here drops his long sword. One in front of us. Yeah. The other one passes. The damage. All right. And uh, their swords are glowing red hot. Does that continue? Liquid hot magma. Yeah, this is a concentration spell. Uh, And if they don't drop the object, they have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Gotcha. All right, so this guy that didn't drop his, he's going to have disadvantage. Gotcha. Concentrating. All right, it is his turn. He is he's a oh, stupid caster. He uh, charges up here to where you are and attempts to attack you with his flame brand that he has here. Is there a way to set this as disadvantage? Let's see. That was a baller spell, by the way. I'll always roll with advantage. Okay. All right. Heat so, metal is a good spell. We just have never really utilized it. I just um, got it. All right. He's going to attack you once. That's a 20 for 11. Oh. That hits. <clears throat> all right. So let's see. And we're here without our healer. <laughs> and I gotta take a concentration. So I can heal. True. Pass. Alright, he attacks you a second time with it. That's a 10. And then he attacks you with his uh, short sword without disadvantage. Well, that's an 8. It's getting worse. The pain's getting to him. He said, my hands are burning, my hands are burning. <laughs> um, it, he would have disadvantage on that attack, too, as well. Really? It, it just says if it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Hmm, weird. Well, it was an eight either way. Right, I'm just saying that. All right. Gimbal. Alright, so for so the, the guide. So the one on the right don't have a sword, a long sword. Okay. Well, I'm gonna fire a crossbow bolt at him off my right arm. 
If I hit the button. Yikes. Yeah. There's an 18 that hits him for seven. Yeah, I didn't mean to hit it twice. It there's like oh, there was like great. a lag. Yeah. That... And then um the cannon is gonna in pretty bad shape now. Cannon's gonna blast him too. Alright, it's gonna have disadvantage on the attack. Why? Because yeah, it is in melee combat. Yeah, making a ranged attack. Uh, all right, let me think about this. And it will take an attack of opportunity to move out. By both of them, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, if he backs straight up, yeah, but if he just shifts over towards the guy on the left, he would only take an attack of opportunity from the guy right. on the right. I'm going to move here, take one attack of opportunity, then Danny. All right, you're still going to have disadvantage, though. <clears throat> Why? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. As long as you have anyone within five feet of you, you have disadvantage on a ranged attack. Yeah. doesn't matter who you're targeting. Whoops. Bad. Hmm. Um... I mean, it's up to you. It might be worth it just to leave it as it is. Just to I could. He would take two no matter what I did. Well, the the one attack of opportunity from the guy on the left would be with disadvantage still. Mm-hmm. What if I moved to here? Wait, no. Moved to that there. Where would I move and only get one attack? I don't understand how that would. You're, work. You always you take wouldn't. Two. You'll get. You'll get two. If you move away at all, but one of those attacks will be with disadvantage. All right. Well, he's just going to move backwards. All right. And shoot at that guy. All right. So so do the attacks. One guy attacks it with a short sword. Fifteen, and the other one attacks it with his long sword. It's a twelve. It's a disadvantage. Okay. And um, mine was a twenty-five for fourteen. So that hits him. Alright. I was shooting the bloodied one. Yeah, he's looking pretty rough now. Alright. Is that it for Gimbal? Um. Move there. Alright. Okay, this guy with just a short sword is uh, going to attack Vorthax with a short sword. That's all he's got. A, a shorty sword? Three for seven. Gosh. And he attacks a second time at 18 for four. He's also down. Hits. He's definitely down. Oh, I think he's down. He's got a pretty That's, solid con. That's two more con, uh, concentration saves, though. It's just getting ready to do that. Here's one. Here's the other. All right. Heat metal goes away. All right. Boo. He's going to use his bonus action to snatch his sword back up after that. Oh, come on. All right, Marster. Finish him off. 
right. You should shuffle over to the right so you get advantage. All right. <laughs> All right. So yeah. By the way, while this is going on, like people, people in the market, it wasn't too crowded, but a few people that are in there are, either, are like hiding behind tables and watching. Tech with the long sword again. 18 for Anybody 11. want to take some bets? That hits him. He uh, collapses to the ground. 10, right. 15, 20. Can I move under here? Um, if it's not, if it's marked as not visible, then not. Uh, then it you just can, looks like it's portico. Yeah, you can walk up. You can walk under it, yeah. Okay. So, and then try to kick this guy. Like a Liu Kang flying kick? <laughs> no, just a regular kick. 14 for 5. I think it's yeah, going to miss. Does, that does miss, yep. All right, Vorthax. All right, uh, Vorthax uh, reaches up with both his hands and shoves against the veteran, shoving him towards Marster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lightning leaps from his cuffs. He has advantage since the guy's wearing armor, metal armor. All right. So a 16 for 5. Uh, 16 misses him. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I will, so we'll think- my, I will use my inspiration to redo that. Wasn't um, Callie and them meeting us at the Perfect Place? So I'm going to re roll that attack. Are they just watching? Uh, Still a 14. All right. And uh, that was an action. Then I will. I will spend another sorcery point. Let's see. Spend two sorcery points to quicken a spell. Mm-hmm. And I will cast a Scorching Ray on this guy. Bogus, you awake. Work. I'm not convinced. There we go. All right. First one misses. The second two hit pretty solidly. Especially the second one hits him for 15. Nice. Is that a crit? Somebody ringing the bell? Yes. Sorry. (laughs) I'm uh, making a liquor drink and I hit the wine glasses. (laughs) This guy looks uh, fairly toasty now that he's been scorched. The scorching ray and his hand is all blistered. I'm holding onto his hot longsword. He can't oh. give up. He says, You damn spellcaster! <laughs> Get up the box! He's, he was going to attack Marster because he came over there and kicked at him, but now he's just going to keep swinging at Vorthax. Lovely. All right. all right. A 10. It's a miss. An 18 for 10. Oh. That's a hit. And uh, Vorthex goes down. Uh, 
He rolled exactly what I had left. Oh, dang. Well, he uh, swings a backhanded short sword below towards Marster after that. And 18 for 6. Yeah, that connects. You better work on your AC. Kill y'all myself. I'm wearing cloth. Well, you're a monk. You're supposed to. I'm going to make him re-roll that one, actually. Can I make him re-roll that one? I'm going to make him re-roll that one. You can make him re-roll that one. I'm going to make him re-roll that one. A 14. That misses. All right. Because you're a, you're a lucky, what is it, a second chancey Second, Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a lucky halfling. I'm All such right. an awesome spellcaster, I forgot to use my shield spell. Whoops. To block that. Oops. I actually was going to mention shield earlier, but... All right, now it's the deadens turn. Oh, wait, I think I just skipped Gimbal. You totally skipped Gimbal. Yeah, I'm skip Gimbal. All right, Gimbal, there's a, a nearly dead veteran sitting over there that's uh, just chopped down your giant dragon friend. That was yes. nice. So the cannon is going to move here. Perch on top of Warthax's corpse. All right. And, uh, oh, he's not going to do that. God, stupid. He's going back. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot him. How about that? Yeah. Sure. A 19 for 7. Push him that five feet. Him. Yeah, push him how many feet? Five. Alright. Goes to there. And then Gimbal is going to grab one of his little spider bots and toss it on to Vorthak's chest. And it's going to start administering a spray. All right. You just have to be. You have to get within five feet of him for, to be able to. See, you don't even let me play the artillerist roles, right? Because he's supposed <laughs> to use gadgets instead of actual spells. Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, fine. I moved closer. Okay. Unless you have some uh, something. Healing, like healing word would work for that. Yeah, I don't have healing word. So they... I just use cure cure light wounds. There you go. All right. Vorthax. Uh... Opens one eye and groans out, thanks. No problem, buddy. Vorthax, it's your turn. Okay. Well, um, since uh, I'm just going to stand up and I'm going to back away. Ooh. Can I not do that? You can. I was just, that was a, that was more of a. Shuffling away, I think they're backing away because you moved like 15 feet. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, and I'm going to uh, try to hit this guy with a uh, ray of frost here. Ooh, a little frost spray. All right. 25 <laughs> five gold. Yep. Uh, Blimo, right, right in the face, and he goes down. Oh, yeah. Blah. Right. Uh, we're definitely taking all their stuff. <laughs> well, uh, as as uh, as that happens, you guys see uh, four more of the uh, ash hounds walking over that way. They look pretty angry. Oh crap! They're about a hundred feet away right now, on the other uh, end of the warehouse. We're gonna, we're <laughs> gonna take off towards the other side of town where sheriff is. 
All right. Guys, I'm going to go take a nap, and uh, let I me know when you're all finished. Well, you need to tell us what you found out while yelling it at us down the, while we run down the street. <laughs> so what were you doing in there again? You were tinkering with the, the box. I was picking at the uh, moss on my shoulders. <laughs> He's peeling it off like sunburned skin. <laughs> oh, right. God. Okay, well, you stood in the bathroom. I have a strong feeling that there was actually no intent in this adventure for someone to actually analyze this thing. <laughs> you, uh, you, uh, were you doing anything else other than, or you were analyzing the thing, right? That's what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> He's just working on the Oracle War, trying to figure out as much as he can about it to get some insight. All right, all right. Give me some kind of role. <laughs> what, kind, what kind of skill do you have? Give me some role, like, you know, persuasion, history, athletics. Tell me, tell me how you're, what you're doing. You sat there, you sat there and used it as a, as a pommel horse, and you were doing uh, <laughs> on the top of it. <laughs> tell me okay, let's see. Investigation. Yeah, tell me what you're doing to describe it and, you know, make a case for, for why you're using athletics or whatever it is you're using. <laughs> okay. Um, I have Arcana. I have, uh, like, what the hell? I didn't click that. Um, All right, like crossbow. <laughs> you shoot the crossbow at it and it, it gives up no new information. Arca- okay. What should you prefer, Arcana or Investigation? Yeah, it's up to you. Tell me Probably what you Arcana. And then investigation. Do them both. Okay. Um, Subbones is just trying his best to basically inspect it, trying to connect the the system, actually at play with it on what um, what options there are for inputting and also what type of result it gives. If it's not giving anything else but protocol three crap. Mm-hmm. After everything, then pretty much it, it was it, it's a loss. But uh, I'll try Arcana to see what okay. happens. You're an artificer. You can make sense. Twenty four. <clears throat> okay, so uh, you're not able to get it to stop saying that without you, you realize you could try to take it apart, but you're afraid that would damage whatever magic uh, yeah. makes it work. But you are able to figure out that this is some sort of uh, uh, exception case, like an emergency case of some sort so um like it's like almost like a fail safe so if, instead of it just destroying itself or something something like that it just goes gets locked into this state so there has to be some way so basically it's a blue screen of death yes you just have to figure out some way to reboot it probably as if you try turning it off and on again I have not tried to reboot it yet. I'm not really sure there is a reboot option, but <clears throat> yeah, that's that's the tricky part. Is how would you even do that? Yeah. Okay. So uh, as as uh, you're sitting there doing that, you hear screaming voices from outside the uh, the hotel. Now you want to go outside and check that out? Actually, more than likely, Sawbones is probably going to like open the window and tell people to shut up. He's working. <laughs> All right, all right. You open the window. It's the facing the street towards the market, and you see your your buddies uh, shuffling out. Uh, fourth axe looks like he's been uh, used as a knife sharpener of some sort, and uh, you guys are also you're hustling out out of the market to get away from the ash hounds. And you hear screaming voices. At first, you think they're coming from the market, right where you guys just were. Then you realize they're not coming from the market at all. <clears throat> 
They're coming to, from the direction of the rail station on the other side, other side of town. And a thundering voice echoes across Salvation from the direction of the lightning rail station. People of Salvation, my name is Saul Dreadstroke. I have a simple proposition for you. Bring me the device known as the Oracle of War, and no one else needs to get hurt. Defy me, and you will all die. Every ten minutes, one of my colleagues will execute someone from this outpost. If you have the Oracle, I suggest you step forward and let yourself be known. Sabo leans out and at the closest of the group and say, Do you require assistance? Vortex says, you could say that. He <laughs> <sighs> closes the window. All right, do you come downstairs? Uh, he it basically tries to, like, if there's anything that can be, like, put over the window, like a dresser or whatever, he tries to move that and then, like, tries to, then, like, if he can lock the door on the way out, does so, and then yeah. tries to find them downstairs. All right, you find them down there. It looks like the ash hounds have stopped following you guys. And as you look so, around the, so edge of the, world, the you can actually you can actually see the uh, the rail station. You see panicked panicked workers fleeing the area, and six figures stand on the plat standing on the platform. A half orc wearing a leather duster, an ogre carrying a battered battering ram, a helmed warrior, a snarling knoll. An iron cobra, which is actually a giant cobra made of iron, and a ferocious orc wearing clawed gauntlets. Sprawled at their feet is the corpse of Sheriff, the only person who stood for any law in this outpost. With a nod from the half-orc, the five brutes fan out to search salvation. Alright, so, so the Ashhounds are not associated with the Saul character, right? Uh, as far as you know, yeah, he said his name was yeah, Saul, S A A L, Saul. Or, yeah. All right, Vortex uh, just looks at the others and says, "What? Sh what should we do, friends?" Flee to the. Flee And and leave uh, the townsfolk to die. The, uh, as they fan out, by the way, you guys are standing there watching. You see the warrior that's like fully armored with a helmet and everything. Uh, the other ones fan out and start walking. He rises into the air and starts flying along the streets. Hmm. Am I down there with him yet? Like yep. Mandalorian style? Uh, no, he's just uh, no, no jetpack or anything. He's just flying. It would have been a lot cooler if you just said Mandalorian style. So. Yeah, yeah, but he's, he's definitely not a Mandalorian. Well, I mean, obviously he's not. He's an orc. <coughs> yeah, you can't tell what he is. Oh, I thought you said he was an orc. The, there is there is an orc, and there's a half you, orc. You're basically just pushing us more and more. I can barely hear you, Matt. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, really quick, Danny, did we decide on experimental elixir? I get to choose the effect, or I have to roll for it? Uh, you roll for the first one, and then you can give up spell slots for more of them, and you get a pick on any of the extra ones. Okay. Um, just really quick, uh, 
Salvo gives him the Vorfax and punches him in the chest and uh, does cure wounds. <laughs> All right. So basically, you end up taking one point of damage, but you get an extra point of healing, so it evens out. So you get eight hit points back, Dr. John. Thanks. Uh, Vorfax <laughs> coughs up a little bit of blood. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> And uh, and Han and uh, goes over to uh, Matt and uh, opens up a, a part of his chest cavity and uh, puts a vial at it and uh, some type of liquid um, seeps out into the vial and he hands it over to uh, Matt. You should drink this. Hmm, mother's milk. Okay. So roll D6. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna randomly determine what it is as he drinks it? It's either he determines it randomly or I do. Yeah, no, I mean, I determine saying... it before you give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what it is beforehand? Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was just totally like whatever comes out. <laughs> it's like he's poisoned. Give him said the every, antitoxin. Well, none every, of them are bad. Said every teenage boy ever. I don't know what it is. It just comes up. Oh, gosh. Gross. Uh, I tell uh, Matt that uh, it'll help him be faster. I mean, I'd rather feel better from all my wounds. Okay. Matt, can you do something to. Oh, who's. Wind tunnel. And then uh and then Sawbones punches you in the leg and uh you get uh It's a lot of punching going on. Well it's actually stabbing, but they mainly feel the uh the uh force of the hit, but it he is injecting them, so you get five healing points, five points of healing too, so Thank you. I will be louder in a minute. All right. So, uh, so, so, what are we going to do, guys? Are we going to try to get the Oracle and bug bug out, or uh, we're going to try and pick these guys <coughs> off one by one? I don't think we can. Feeling like he could. I don't think we can take them. Yeah, I don't think Vorthex definitely doesn't feel up to it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, oh, as you as uh, uh, people are like scattering everywhere, uh, Garunda runs up, runs up to you, Vorthax, and hands you a uh, a potion. Says, "Here, here, you might need this. I know you guys are in trouble. I'm gonna go hide." <laughs> you guys remember Garunda is the one, the one you saved, right? Those are the best type of potions. Yeah, it's a it's a potion of healing. You can tell. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to uh, drink that then. All right. Some You'd drink that, but not the random weird substance from Swamp Thing's <laughs> chest. Oh, he gave he gave that to Marster, not me. <laughs> it came from the green. Whatever, also, you guys are just sharing everything. 
Also, a sawbones. <laughs> every time sawbones takes a step, another little piece of moss falls off. He's like, uh, all right, halfway so, mossy. So, what should we do, guys? I've got a healing potion. Um, I'm gonna drink that. Okay. Somebody could roll that for me. That'd be great. I will. Seven is hit points. bad as sawbones is uh, picking up the pieces and putting them in his mouth after they fall off. <laughs> oh gosh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you're all just standing in the street, that's what you're doing. No, we're not standing in the street. Um, I recommend we go inside. Well, yeah, but what are we going to do about the the oracle? They're looking for it. Uh, people in town know we have it. The oracle is inside. What does that even mean? We go inside. <laughs> somebody, somebody roll Maybe. a D10. Why is, why is the Terminator be getting all deep? <laughs> there you go. There's a three. Three. All right. All right. So all right, they, uh, a a uh, a bewildered looking old older fellow uh, stumbles out uh, and asks for the. He's like, "What's the what's this crisis best way to the Great Beyond Tavern? My my daughter's." Stuck there in a room. I saw one of those guys heading that way. Oh, great. Is that where we have the box? I suppose so. No, the Great Beyond Tavern's a different place. Yeah, we're at the Salvation Hotel. Um, So, the Great Beyond Tavern is uh, on the corner of First Avenue and Ash Alley over there. Is there a way to like save our game? Hold on. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> Is there a way to like save the game uh-huh. and put the box out in the street and run away and see what happens? <laughs> and if we don't like that outcome, we can load the game back <laughs> and then see what we should do. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have a feeling if we give up the box, the world ends. You think so? I mean, it just seems that that's where it's going. Yeah. They're really like they're really hard set on getting it. All right. Here, here's my Only question. Really, guys, really bad people do that. Are you guys gonna help this old prospector get save his daughter or or no? Well, I we got a lot of things on our mind right now, Danny. It's do we keep the box, do we give up the box, do we go save a girl we don't know? Uh yep. Vortex uh points him up the street to the grave <laughs> to the tavern. So you're not gonna help him? No, I'll 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 go with the old man. I'll go take this guy on by myself. I got this. Oh, no, why would we help him? I don't know. We got bigger fish to fry. Is Callie take... going with me? Because she She's was there. Why She's is she not there? She might be impressed. Because she is actually staying at the Grey Beyond Tavern with her friends. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. I'm definitely going. Callie can handle it. All right. Here's 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 what we'll do. Me and bucket of bolts here. You're gonna split We're the party. Get, get the. Uh, the um, Oracle, Oracle. War. Meet you guys outside of town where we met, where, where we were uh, leaving, going to the Mortalands to rescue the Goblin. So we'll, we'll meet at that point. You guys go to that gray whatever tavern and collect. You do whatever for this guy. Get Callie and her crew and meet us out there. And then we're heading into the Mortalands. So you're going to leave them. Leave to kill all the people, innocent people here in town. 
No, we're, I, I thought you were taking it. you're taking the box out of town to give to the guy, right? Oh no, I was going to run away with it. I don't want him to kill me. All right, look, let's just give it to him. Fine. <laughs> you guys are something else. But I spent all that time working on it. <laughs> I, 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 I think we're supposed to give them the box. <laughs> mm, I want to keep it. You can't. All right, as you guys are standing there, you're... We connected in the bedroom. I'm sorry, guys. They had so many holes. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, and I had some really inappropriate comments a second ago when you were talking about some other things, but yeah, I just kept them myself. You guys hear <clears throat> behind you. All right, Vortex turns around. There's a There's a guy floating about two feet off the ground in full armor with a sword and shield staring at you. Uh, so give how me the box or die. Okay. If we give you the box, we don't die? Correct. And nobody else here dies? He shrugs. That's not my, not my decision. But at least you don't die, Matt. Give him the box. Yeah. Bucket of bolts, go get the box. He starts walking back into the end. Moss covered bolts. It's moss covered bolts. My moss covered three handled family credenza is going to go fetch the box. It's a Dr. Seuss reference. Crickets? (laughs) Crickets, yeah, it's crickets. The old old prospector tries tries to run away, and the uh, the guy in the helmet stabs him. Oh, awesome! Dude, drops him. Really? No one leaves. Bring the box. Oh God, nothing to do with the box. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> bring the box. Yeah, he's bringing the box. The metal guy <laughs> went to go get the box. Don't hey, argue hey. with him. He leans You're forward, and the light hits his helmet, and you can see there's nothing inside of it. It's just like a oh. a red reddish vapor. Gotcha. You're also a bucket of bolts. Bring the box. <laughs> so, Elisa has why a don't, uh, why don't we nice repertoire of personality settings. Can we take you to the box? Bucket the bolts. Bucket the bolts is bringing the box. We could just take him to the box. Well, he's going to be here in a minute with the box. I'm not leaving. Right. He said nobody leaves. So, Sawbones, you're going to get the box. It's a two-person job. The, look to the room where the box is. Why don't we just take him to the box? Jeez. All right, you guys say you're going to take him to the box? Yep. I guess so. I will follow to the box. There you go. See? Can you say a sentence without the word box? No. He's yes. a teenage boy. <laughs> All right, we take him to the damn box. All right, show him where the box is. The thing's broken anyway. When we found it, all it would say is this thing that it's saying right now. So, take care of that. so Danny, can I get to the thing before they get there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. All right. We're dead. So once I get to it... Mm-hmm. Are you going to break it? Don't break it. Maybe. Don't break it. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. 
they have some malicious use for it. So um, it's already broken. Is there from my analyst, uh, my sorry, analyst, um, <laughs> my assessment of the uh, uh, box? Was there something that I was able to determine that was actually crucial to its operation, but was actually very discreet? Mm, not really. That I could remove that would not uh, would be easy able to pass a uh, cursory inspection? I mean, you could take all the paper and pencils and everything out of all the drawers that would make it you know, harder to use if somebody found paper for it. But... <laughs> No, like, uh, useful stuff or whatever. Yeah, sure. Okay. Take everything out of the drawers and chuck it under a bed or something else. Sure. Right. I'll do that. All right. Okay. So, you, yeah, you do that. And then everyone walks in. He says, and the helm thing says, this is the box. It's a box. Yeah. No, this is the box. <laughs> oh my god, the change. Like we said, it's been making this sound, this protocol three thing. That's how we yeah. found it. It's making yes. that noise. It's been making it ever since. That's how we found it as well. He, he uh, picks it up. Uh, it's kind of uh, unwieldy and starts walking towards the, the uh, window. Is that much gold you giving us for that? He steps through the window and starts flying away. What an asshole. You're going to ask him for money. Yeah, I mean, might as well. I guess we'll like try to sprint down to the station. Just to see, just to see what happens. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh... Alright, so you just, just go stand out there and, uh, and watch. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. I'm going to run out there and just, you know, start watching and if something happens, we need to do something. We'll do something. All right. You guys walk out there. You see uh, in the street, you can see there's probably at least a dozen people dead already from getting hit by the the ogre's battering ram or killed by some of these other folks. Um, the uh, iron cobra thing is uh, in the middle of biting someone. And the saw guys, uh, like just getting ready to chop somebody's head off. He's pretty excited about it. When the helmed creature shows up in the box and says, ah, these people are smarter than I could have hoped. Very well. We'll leave. Everyone, come back. And you see uh, all the group starts to return. The uh, cobra stops biting people, that kind of thing. You know, they start walking back. Well, I'm glad the biting stopped. Yeah. All right, um, and then uh, yeah, they all get back in the train they arrived in, and it starts. Uh, looks like it's going to start moving away, and then it does. Do we hop the train or no? Do what? He's asking if we try to hop onto the train. On train spot. No. No. All right. Right. I have a feeling that if we want so to find this guy, so we'll be we able. weren't we weren't going to fight these guys in town. And now you want to stop the train? Okay. And the train the train leaves. It takes off. I just want to hop on it. It's a lightning rail. It's pretty quick. Well, there's only one way it can go. 
Yeah, I'm sure we can find them. From where you guys are, the only place it can be going first, at least, is Vatheron, which is the next town to the east. All right, and it takes off with the Oracle of War. Now, that was pretty... Yeah, Vortex is just real happy about it. No one died. Well, a lot of people died, actually. They killed at least 20 <laughs> people in the town. None of us died. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, so that's the end of uh, the uh, third protocol adventure. You guys skipped, I'd say, 90% of it by, uh, <laughs> by just handing over the, uh, the Oracle. Oh, what? <laughs> we were really? We were supposed to fight them? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if we'll be able to continue this campaign or not. I have to see what the next adventure is. I think it expected you to still have the Oracle, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll have to figure something out. See, uh, see, see. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing we saved the game. We can just load and go back to when we were all arguing in the square. How on earth could we be with the show of force these guys put on? Be expected to fight them. Yeah, we're level four. Yeah, we want to fight them one at a time. That was that was uh, why one of them showed up to fight you first by itself. <laughs> well, all right. So, Danny, let's load the game. <laughs> no, man, it's over. <laughs> that was the adventure. That's, that's the way it happened. <laughs> well, now we'll have to hunt them down. I guess. Yeah, now you just have to hunt them down, kill them one by one in their beds while they sleep. <laughs> You know, guys, I think we made a mistake. We should probably go after it. Yeah. <laughs> that does keep the townsfolk safe. Well, that, that's why I wanted to hop on the train, you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, and all of a sudden, Sawbone's like, I figured out how to work it, but you all told me to give it to him. Wow. <laughs> that was that was the, one of the most interesting uh, sessions I've ever run in my entire life. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I'm playing too much paranoia. Out of out of a uh, how many seven page uh, manual uh, or not manual but adventure? I only needed three pages. That was good. <laughs> we were just yeah. here for you, Danny. Maybe yeah. I think we've been playing too much paranoia. Yeah, a... <laughs> it's not our fault. It's um, COVID. It's COVID. We're scared of everything nowadays. Right. Like literally, like you do any any action in the game, you're pwned. So <laughs> that is hilarious. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I don't know. I'll have to do the next adventure and try to figure something out. <laughs> I really oh think we. Should, I think we should revert back to our save, guys. I really do. Doesn't sound like that's going to be an option. If you guys, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to try to hunt them down, we can we can try that next session. See what happens. Yeah, let's take them all on at once. Yeah, winning. <laughs> I, I just want to point out here that nobody here at any point said let's fight these guys. That's true. None of you did. Not a, not a single person. We can re, we can listen back through it. Not a single person said no. 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 No, no one's. No one's. Even when I said he stabs the old man in front of you. As he tries to run away. Yeah. Hey, calm down. Like, hey. Don't stab us too. Well, we're going to just give you the thing. It's cool. <laughs> well, we were all low on health. We were all low on health and spells. You've got maximum hit points. What are you talking about? Low on spells. 
Sopolis just comes down and sees like two people half dead and is like, all right, I wasn't there, but I guess y'all know what's happening, so I'll go with it. Sawbones should have just attacked him. I was thinking about it. I was about a magic missile in the air, but I was like, well. The description of these guys was so intimidating. I felt like I was just screaming out, if you fight them, you will die. Exactly. That's how I took it. Yeah, me too. I think that they were, uh, the fact that there were so many of them and they were just tearing through people, it was like, oh, well. Flying armored dude with nothing in him. Giant metal snake. I mean, what the F? I I felt like we were getting getting persuaded into giving it up so that no one would die, right? It was making you choose. Do people die or do you take it? Like, right. right. Yeah, I wanted to take it and run. Yeah, so it was supposed to be... um, so you know the last the last one we did was supposed to be a uh, like a cabin in the woods horror episode kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. This was to be like a western bad guy show up with an ultimatum kind of episode, and you got to like sneak your way, yeah, sneak your way through till the showdown. Yeah. Oh, geez, I mean, the Magnificent Seven had some warning, right? <laughs> you guys had a warning. It was saying third protocol activated for days. We don't know what that means. That means. <laughs> now you know what that means. That means somebody's going to come and retrieve me tonight. So now you know. Jeez. It was sitting. It's uh, data to Microsoft, and people are going to come and get it. So if yeah. it wants them to have it, then they should be able to have it. That's such well, the whole. Of it. If I'd known that, I would have given it to them even more so. Level four characters that have already used all their spells. Don't want me to take on armored flying assholes with no face. Well, that was that was kind of y'all's fault for for blowing your entire wad on a couple of thugs in the in the market. Oh, oh, I think and that was all. We're in was, town. We're supposed to be expecting something more than that, which was exacerbated by the fact that you guys uh, once again left Sawbones in another room to look at stuff while you guys went and fought. <laughs> maybe in the future that's just not the way you should do it i don't know okay Sawbones so is never standing staying behind for anything it doesn't matter what is happening i mean where the action is so okay so we weren't we weren't supposed to fight the thugs no I mean, yeah, we were but if there were four of you it probably would have gone a lot smoother well that's what i don't get so we fight the thugs right we fight the thugs, we almost lose, and then five badasses on a fucking lightning train show up, and we're supposed to just, oh, yeah, we're going to whoop their ass. Yeah, no, fuck <laughs> that. Yeah, we almost got our asses handed to us by these second-rate salvagers. Are right. you kidding me? There was a lightning train? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Says the guy in the room. <laughs> and plus, I mean, when's the last time you played a campaign where you got attacked in town? I can't rem- I can't even remember the last time that happened. Well, Salvation's a lawless town, especially not <laughs> when the sheriff is dead. And they killed sheriff. I, yeah, I was about to say, like we were supposed to know the sheriff was dead too. They killed sheriff. Yeah. Come All right. So, so we're definitely going to have to track down this uh, lightning train. Who, who no, wrote this? Who I'm, I'm going to get married and go on my honeymoon, man. I'm done. <laughs> who wrote this? No, that's my job. I want their that's name. my week. Don't take that from me, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote this? Yeah, this one was written by M.T. Black. Shame on you, dude. Shame on you. <laughs> oh, man. M.T. Black. We hate M.T. Black. I don't know. That's strong. I'm not going to say I hate the guy. I don't know the guy or girl. I don't know what M.T. stands for. That's true. Yeah, me neither. Stands. Um, 
stands for Michael Teresa. Yeah, Michelle great. Thomas. Maybe I don't know, but it doesn't matter. But majestically titanic. If Bruce, if Bruce Campbell had written, I would have, I would have, I would have forgiven him. <laughs> but um, right. but it's Bruce did. Campbell. Not Bruce Campbell. Sorry, Bruce Campbell's the actor. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's the actor. What's he wrote the, the last one we did. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the What's Evil it? Dead episode. Oh crap! I can't remember his name. We ever, we Bruce, it one time. Bruce Cordell. Bruce Cordell. Yeah. Oh, wait, right. no, I thought you interviewed the dude from Evil Dead. If you had, did you? No, no. Holy crap! I about I about lost my shit there for a second. Sorry. We would we would have uh, just stopped and, and just listened to the, just republish that episode over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just would have every, been, jumped off a cliff the next day. That was yeah. every every week we would that. just republish that exact same episode every time. That would have been awesome. Uh, let me check. Let me check something here. Let's see. Uh, level four characters. Yep, it's optimized for level four characters. Just check. I disagree. MT Black. I think we just misunderstood the uh, the the clues that were thrown at us. Uh, yeah. I think we should redo this. Episode. I don't think it were clues that were thrown at us. See, I was, that's why I, was, I said, guys, we need to save the game. Clearly, <laughs> I was it just doesn't seem like Danny wants us to have that option, though. No, but your solution was save uh, the game and set the machine in the street. So I mean, like we all had the same, like fight the guys was never something any of us thought. Okay, that's what we do. Yeah, I just hope the machine's not pregnant. Well, I mean, you were playing with that box <laughs> oh, for a while. Very, very <laughs> I was just trying to get another reaction on that. You were we alone go. with that box for a long time. There's some go. Barry White playing, you know, out of the the megaphone on it. And, hey, um, and how dare you gag it with one of my socks? <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> wow. Wow. People in town are like uh, confused. Some of them thank you. They're like, wow, that was a priceless artifact. You probably could have made a fortune off of that. So thanks for giving that up. Giving that up. Yeah. Uh, Kelly is distraught. She said, that thing gave out part of the draconic prophecy. There's no, there's no telling what it knows. Like, why did you guys just let him take it? Did they just want to Just start pointing at the dead bodies on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? Well. Thanks, uh, Ross. you can help. You and, you and your group can help us hunt, hunt them down, then. Okay, there has to be other people who played this this module in the same scenario where, like, you can't win. Here, it must be where we're being railroaded to give the the damn box was, to them. I was never. I was trying to railroad you into a fight. I was trying to egg you guys on into fighting the stupid guy. Was, well, no, when he killed the old man in one shot, I was like, oh, it was an old man. He got one hit point. One hit point. He's a grizzly old veteran. He only like had a, one ear. He's like the worst version of a man. You didn't describe him. You didn't describe him like that. You just said, old man, come help me help my daughter. You didn't say the guy had a peg leg and one ear. <laughs> he was an old grizzled man. By default, they only come with two limbs. 
All I'm saying is this is the funnest game we played in a while, and we totally screwed it up. We always screw it up. We always your fourth level. Your fourth level. I'm going to throw this glitch version of a Mandalorian at you. (laughs) After you almost got your ass whipped by two half-assed thugs. I guarantee you, the guy who wrote this never saw Mandalorian. So, in our defense, Danny, having all seen the Mandalorian, we were scared shitless. I said not like a Mandalorian. It doesn't matter. He's still flying around. (laughs) And guess who found us first? The flying fucking Mandalorian. That's because you guys are standing in the street arguing. I love the fact this is still being recorded. Should have said uh, your your uh, your Mandalorian style could never defeat my Gangnam style. Oh man. Oh Fail. gosh. Okay, guys, <laughs> we'll figure out how to put this together later. <laughs> oh, it's going to be. I think the next one's going to be based off Murder on the Orient Express. Anyway, <laughs> no, no. If we have a choice, I'd rather like. Um, was it Train to Bethane? Yeah, mm. just anything on a train. Three ten to Yuma. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. All right, you guys are gonna gonna get some uh, throw Mama from the train. Some I call Russell Crowe. <laughs> you call Russell Crowe. Yeah, you would be right. yourself an asshole that lives. <laughs> yeah, well, Craig. Right. Thanks for hanging around and, and recording that. Whatever. That yeah, was sorry, was. sorry, Craig. Good oh, job, sorry. Craig. Way to speak up, Craig. Yeah. Seriously, I'm gonna have to ban Jody for reading for hearing this last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you don't play the indie. <laughs>